It happens to the best of us. We wake up one day and we feel like we're just going through the motions. Everything feels pointless. We can't master up the energy to care about anything. We become jaded, cynical, wondering why we bother with anything at all. This is what it means to feel burnt out with life. And it can be incredibly difficult to find our way back from this state of mind, but it's not impossible. I have just gone through a heavy burnout in my business and I want to talk about it. I want to be raw. I want to be real. And I want to give you some solutions if you're currently feeling this way. One of the first steps is to identify the source of your burnout. Is it your job, your relationship, your living situation, your family, your career? your business, your pets. You have to identify the root of the problem. Once you figure that out, then you can start making changes to help you feel more fulfilled. And this is what I did. I realized that my business, especially social media, was a huge, huge source of my burnout. Because I wasn't giving myself the love and the time and the appreciation to fill my cup back up as I was in my business. 110% of my energy was going into my business, going into social media. I was caught and trapped in that busy work. My priorities over myself was my business, was an Instagram post, was an Instagram story responding to hundreds of DMs and never responding to myself, never responding to my body, never responding to my mind, never responding to me. So this is why we must figure out what is causing your burnout right now. The thing that I did to figure this out, I stopped. I stopped everything. I took a day off and I just sat with my emotion. I really, really felt into my emotion. I felt the feelings. I cried. I did the ugliest cry with myself because you have to allow yourself to feel that pain, that emptiness, that burning anger inside, that frustration, whatever it is, you have to feel it. Otherwise, if you don't and you keep pushing it under that rug, you keep pushing it again and again, eventually it's going to explode and that is not good for you, your family, your career, your job, whatever it is in your life, even especially for yourself, it's not good to burst that rug open when what we need to do is really start cleaning it out now. So what is it? What is it? Feel the feeling. How are you feeling? Are you tired? Are you so tired? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you sad? Are you very emotional? What is it? Really feel into that. So that's what I did. I really felt my emotions. I even went out and got a block of chocolate because I know that that makes me feel good. And I just sat with it. And the thing is, when you accept that you are going through a burnout right now in your life and you can no longer give yourself to these priorities, that is okay. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel shamed or feel bad if you're at this point. 
So it's time we nurture us and we come back within. So that's the first thing I did. I really sat with myself and I figured out what it was. Then from that point on, the next day, I made a commitment to myself and I said, okay, things have to change because if things don't change, it's only going to get worse and I don't know what that looks like and I don't want to go down that path. But I do know how good it is when things are really good and on track. That's the feeling I want to chase. That's what we're going to work on. And I want you to know that I'm still going through this right now. So this is a journey that we can move together with. And this is what I've been doing in the last week. So the following day, I got up. I still put my priorities ahead of me because sometimes some of us have careers and businesses and jobs and children and pets and all these things that we have to look after. You can't just stop that the next day. So definitely continue your normal routine. But now that you're aware of what it is, what is happening to lose your spark, lose your vibe, lose that feeling of motivation. This is the part where we get to rebuild it. So I decided on the next day to create a list, figure out all the things that I could do to stop overwhelm so that I can do the things that create happiness for me. That's needed for my mental health and for my physical and my overall attitude towards life. And what that looked like was spending less time off social media, all social media platform, giving myself a week off, tuning off from the world, disconnecting from TV, news, social media, all that stuff, all that busy stuff that we think is keeping us active and alert and aware and it's like a habit where you just jump on your phone and you log in. That's that's all distraction. That's all overwhelm. All that information is going into your mind and you don't have enough time to think about what you need. You are just burying that. You are just hiding your true feelings with the, that distraction and that was something I had to come to terms with. So that was one thing for me that I could let go straight away is take a break from social media, take a break from posting, take a break from scrolling, take a break. But one thing I couldn't stop was the work itself, my actual business behind social media, the admin work, the emails, the outfit edits, all the design, my membership, everything that I do in my business I'm still going to do that. Of course, it's like you. If you have a job, you can't just stop that. But you can take a break. You can take a day off. You can have a rest day. Or you can try and see if you can delegate your work. Talk to your superiors. Talk to people in your career and see if you can pass on work that isn't the important work. Another thing that I recognized that was burning me out was my wedding planning. (sighs) The stress of planning a wedding. And so I delegated. I spoke up. I told close people in my life that I was struggling, especially my fiance. I needed help. I couldn't be planning it anymore. And I am a little bit of a control freak. I love planning. I love being in control, knowing how things are going to plan out. So I had to let that go 
And I had to get help there. I had to let that go. And that was a really good, good relief. (laughs) So if there's something that you're controlling in your life, maybe try and pass it on. See if you have someone in your life that can take over for a little bit. Just so you can take a breather, a breath of fresh air. Another thing I recognized that was burning me out was the amount of people that were relying on me and constantly asking for advice, asking for asking for my time. And I couldn't even have time for myself. I started saying no. I told people in my life, no, I'm so sorry, I can't go to coffee. No, sorry, I can't take this phone call. No, sorry, I, I can't go out this weekend. I made a commitment to myself that in one week, I was going to make it a me week. And people got worried. And I think as long as you communicate and you tell people in your life that you're having a you week, you're really trying to find yourself again. You're trying to relax. You're trying to take a breath. (laughs) They will understand. So if you are someone like me that is constantly go, 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 and you're just hustling, 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 well, this is your permission slip to come back into that feminine flow, that relaxed state. And that is hard. It is so hard when you don't know what that feels like and you don't know how to even embody that feeling. So that is why we are doing these steps. We're working through what are the things that are creating overwhelm and how can we let go of some of those overwhelm? How can we let it go so that we can focus back on us while trying to keep the other priorities as important? Because I understand some of you listening to this podcast have children and families, jobs to go to, careers, businesses. So what we need to do is see what are the things that we can let go and pass on to others or slow down and take a break. So saying no to friends and family that wanted to see me or constantly asking for advice or constantly calling me on something, I had to put boundaries and say, no, not this week. I need me because how can we find us? How can we find us if all we're doing is helping others and doing things for others and doing, doing, doing? You're never having quiet time. You're never having time to figure out who you are. So I want you to write a list of everything in your life that's making you feel overwhelmed and then work out on that list, what can you stop, what can you drop and what can you pass on? So the third part of this, now that I have my list, it was a me day. It's a me day. I decided to be with me and figure out, well, what does Sarah like? Who is Sarah outside of her business? Who is Sarah outside of her relationship? Who is Sarah? Who, it, who am I? It's a really odd question, 
but a powerful one. So stop and think, who am I? Who actually am I? And if you can't think of anything, then try to think, who were you before this lifestyle? And that's what I did. I actually couldn't think about anything. I didn't know who I was outside of my business. I had no idea. I am myself, yes. What you see online is definitely what you get. But I'm talking about who am I truly? Who am I at my deepest, deepest core truly? If everything were to stop and I had to reset my life, how would I explain myself if I didn't have my business, if I didn't have my family, if I didn't have this lifestyle? So I couldn't answer that. But what I did was I went back in time and I looked at all the things that I used to do. And I realized that I still like doing those things, but I'm not doing them because I'm not giving myself permission to take a break and fill up my own cup, fill up my own happiness cup. And what that looked like was Pilates. I love reformer Pilates. I'm exercising, but it's basically like a bed and it's You can change the levels anytime so it can be as heavy and hard as you want or easy and breezy and stretchy as you want. I love Reformer Pilates. Every time I go to Reformer Pilates, I come home feeling so zen. I grab a morning coffee. I walk around the river. I stopped doing that because I didn't have time. I didn't set that as a priority. So that was one thing that I decided I'm going to start doing again. I'm going to go back to Pilates, exercise in general, really making an effort this time. And I notice a pattern in my life where I go up and down with exercise. But at this point, I started to feel so disgusting and unhappy with my bikini body. And I was catching my mind in those moments when I was looking in the mirror thinking, who are you? What is this? Do you really love yourself? Is this, is this what we're like, what, what's going on? And the weirdest thing is that we're going to get very personal here. When it comes to fashion, super confident in that area. Styling, super confident in that area. But when it came to behind closed doors, butt naked, we're going butt naked now. I told you it was personal. I wasn't. I wasn't really happy. I started to feel that negativity creep in. I started to really look at myself and notice the judgmental thoughts. And that was another thing. That was another thing with my burnout is that when I get to my lowest of lows, everything gets to my lowest of lows. And the moment I started judging my appearance and my body, which I am so passionate about when it comes to loving your body, that is when I knew, okay, something needs to change. I need to start feeling good because when you feel good, you look good and then you attract good. So Pilates, is that easy, fun exercise for me. And I've been doing it for the week now. And holy moly, my mindset is a boss. It is a queen. It is so strong. I am walking around with little crop tops, high-waisted tracky pants, a big oversized cardigan, 
and I feel amazing. Whereas before, I was hiding myself. I was really hiding myself and I knew it. I knew my negative mindset was creeping in. I knew that I was letting myself go and not caring and nurturing for me because I was caring and nurturing so much more for my business and my social media platform. What are you doing? What are you nurturing more than you? Because remember this, without you, there is no them or that or it. Without you, there is no them, it or that. So that is why you have to nurture you and figure out what are the good feelings, what are the good things. And Pilates and focusing on my health was very, very important because the moment that I start to neglect that, everything around me changes. Another thing I noticed along my burnout journey, I was drinking three coffees a day. Three coffees a day. The thing is with burnout, you don't even know you're in it or you're getting to it because it's a slow burn and then you're out. That's the way I look at it. And that's what was, that's what was going on. My body was trying to tell me something. My mind was trying to tell me something and I kept throwing it under the rug, throwing it under the rug. And I kept going. I was like, I'll have a coffee in the morning, coffee midday, coffee in the afternoon. I'll be fine. I wasn't fine. My body wanted rest and I wasn't allowing it to rest. I was hiding it, fueling it with coffee to keep it awake, keep it going. No, you can't rest. You can't rest. We've got work to do. We've got work to do. So is there something that you're doing with your food or your drinks and you know you shouldn't? What's your body trying to tell you? So that was another commitment. One coffee a day and a peppermint tea whenever I got the cravings of a hot drink. And I feel amazing. I was just talking to Jason about it this morning and he asked me, how do you feel? What's it like not having the three coffees a day? Oh, amazing. Amazing. I'm not bloating as much anymore. My anxiety levels have dropped so much. Ladies, anxiety is a big deal. I can talk about this one. It's another topic, but holy moly, my anxiety levels dropped. I'm sleeping better and I'm actually doing more creative work. I'm actually excited now to show up in my day. Whereas before drinking coffee was almost like a filter. It was just a filler where I was like, oh, I'll just put this on, put this filter on. (laughs) I'll hide the truth. Give my body that instant boost of energy. Oh no, she's lacking again. Do it again. If you're doing that with food or alcohol, drinks, whatever it is, really look into that. What is it? Can we stop that? And if we do stop that, how do we stop it in a way that you'll enjoy? What can you swap out? So for me, it's peppermint teas because I know the benefit of peppermint tea. And I still get that warm, hot feeling. And that was another thing. I realized, why am I drinking so many coffees? What do I like about coffee? It was comfort. It was comfort and it was giving me an instant push. Another thing was looking at my hobbies, looking at what I like to do and doing more of that. Which is really difficult to stop and think and go, whoa, again, who am I outside of this lifestyle? What would I be doing? 
and that is riding a bike, reading more books, drawing, painting, singing, dancing, walking. What are those things that you used to do? And start trying those again and giving yourself that time to really sit and enjoy things that you can be filled and fulfilled with love and care and nurture and kindness and all that goodness inside of you. That is the stuff that we have to start doing again. Because without us, there is no it, that or this. I'm still working through my journey right now. And I feel like I am just peeking over that rainbow. Just coming over it and being like, yes, I see it now. I see it. So if you're at the start of burnout, or you're currently in the deep of the deep of it, or you're coming out of it, just know that everything you're feeling is okay. And it's important to take a step back and assess your situation. Identify what is causing your stress. Once you've identified the source of your stress, you can start to take steps to reduce or eliminate it. If your job is the problem, see if there's any changes you can make such as taking a lighter workload or asking for more help from your colleagues. If you're stressed from your personal life, talk to your friends and family. See if they can lend a hand. Or if you're stressed in your business, take a break from social media. Take a break from your business. It's okay to take a break. As small business owners, we don't have a boss or a manager telling us, you can have annual leave, you can take a break. We really have to have discipline. And sometimes all it takes to get out of a rut is help from people closest to us. And finally, don't forget to take care of yourself. Schedule those relaxation times, the fun activities, all that enjoyment. Because when we are taking care of us, we are then better equipped to handle whatever life throws our way. This is my journey right now. This is my story. These are the things that I have been doing right now. And they have really, really helped. I have noticed a huge difference in one week. You can do this. We can do this. We can get out of burnout. I really hope that you found this episode uplifting and inspiring and motivating for you to work on it. And in my next episode, we're going to talk about style identity and losing the spark to your lifestyle. This is another big realization that I had inside my burnout. And I want to separate the two episodes because this one's going to be deep. This next one is going to be talking about why you've lost your style identity and how to get your style identity back. Style identity means you and how you are projecting yourself out into this world. And sometimes we lose that. We lose who we are because of our career, because of our children, because of our family, because of our lifestyle, because of this busyness, this priority, all this stuff above us. We lose us. And I have just gone through this. And I'm also working on finding out who I am outside of my business. So if this is something that you're going through, please tune into that next episode because I'm going to share a lot that's going to help you as well. Thank you so much for allowing me to be vulnerable. 
I want to be raw. I want to be honest. I want to be open because I really believe this stuff is relatable. And sometimes when you have a big social media online presence, a lot of people either don't show this side or we get boxed into this category as if our life is perfect, as if we shouldn't have these feelings or it's shameful to be feeling burnt out. We need to be on our A game all the time. But I'm just a girl loving the crap out of her business. (laughs) A little too much (laughs) where I've forgotten who I am. And I think it's kind of cool that I can share this with you because then you don't feel so alone. Have an amazing day and I'll chat to you next time.